Welcome. This is David Barris, president of the American Association of Bank Directors. The subject today is what are the top 10 questions that bank board members or bank board risk committee members should be asking about their bank's enterprise risk management? Michael Glotz will join us to share his experience with these issues with numerous bank and bank board clients. Michael is the CEO of Strategic Risk Associates, focused on risk management, governance, capital management, and capital planning. He's also ABD's co-chair of its Risk Management or Risk Reward Committee and a faculty member of its Institute of Bank Director Education. SRA is an ABD sponsor. Michael previously held senior positions at Crestar Bank, SunTrust Bank, and Capital One. We welcome any questions or suggestions you might have, and my email address is dbarris at aabd.org. All right, let's call Michael. Hello, David. Yes, hi, Michael. Welcome to uh, Calling All Bank Directors podcast. Great. It's great to be here. Michael, your subject today are 10 questions that uh, boards without risk committees or or uh, bank risk committees should be asking their uh, management team and their advisors about enterprise risk management. And we all know it's an extremely important subject for banks, and um, you're one of the experts, and we're delighted that you could join us today. It's it's great to be here, and I want to first thank the American Association of Bank Directors for having me. And uh, as as you mentioned, I'll be reviewing the top 10 questions uh, that you as a board member may want to ask either as a four full board member or a member of the director's risk committee. And I'll start my questions out more broadly and then uh, make them more narrow as we get through our list of 10. Uh, The the first question you'll want to ask is, does the bank have an enterprise risk management policy developed and is it approved by the board? Now, if you're approving the policy, you know it exists, but if you if you've not seen an ERM policy, it's a really good question to ask, and that particular policy should outline things like roles and responsibilities uh, within the ERM uh, reporting system. Uh, it should outline role, not only roles and responsibilities of in, individuals, but also from a governance standpoint. What are the roles of various committees of management in our, what are the roles of the various committees from a board perspective? So that's the foundation of an enterprise risk management program. And uh, the, uh, my recommendation is that the ERM policy be reviewed and updated on an annual basis. Uh, the second question to ask is, does the ERM policy contain a risk framework? In a risk framework, uh, we'll outline the various components of your enterprise risk management program. So those components are, uh, for instance, what risk categories are tracked uh, in the enterprise risk management program. And that can range from strategic risk and reputational risk to uh, credit risk, interest rate risk, liquidity risk, uh, compliance, 
operational risk. And uh, many banks also add other uh, more specific risks like IT risk or cybersecurity risk to the framework. So, uh, again, the framework, uh, you know, touches on reporting. It touches on uh, the data that's being reported and the frequency. The third question I would ask is, uh, have roles and responsibilities been defined for the three lines of defense? And uh, let me step back a second and, and mention the three lines of three lines of defense for a bank are as follows. Uh, the first line of defense is the department level or the business line and their role in managing risk day to day as, you know, banking is all about risk management. Uh, so it's uh, the loan operations group managing loan operations risk or the credit team managing credit risk. The second line of defense is your risk management uh, group or team or individual, and that could be uh, a separate compliance management individual. It could be a chief risk officer or head of enterprise risk management. And their roles typically are to oversee risk and to aggregate the reporting of risk uh, and and also the ability to, uh, you know, update risk uh, as as the risk profile or the circumstances change uh, for the bank. The uh, and, and then the third line of defense is internal audit and or loan review. And what are the roles and responsibilities? And where is there overlap between these roles and responsibilities? And where are the responsibilities separated? The fourth question I would ask is, are the management committee responsibilities defined. And uh, in this particular case, what, what you're looking for is really understanding uh, which committees are overseeing uh, the various risks of, of the organization. And, and it's very apparent that the credit committee uh, or the loan committee is overseeing credit risk or the ELCO committee with in, overseas interest rate risk and liquidity risk. But what you're looking for is which committees in the organization are overseeing operational risk. Is that done in a management committee or is there another uh, method to oversee operational risk? And uh, it's the same is true of strategic risk, reputational risk, uh, you know, compliance risk. How are those risks overseen by management? Uh, from an oversight standpoint. Uh, you know, very similar to the question about the responsibilities of the management committee would be a question about how how is the board orga organized to oversee the various risks of the organization? And, uh, you know, that oversight could include committees dedicated to certain risk category. For instance, some banks may have a risk a credit risk committee that oversees credit risk uh, from a board perspective, or an ELCO committee uh, could be, exist for the director's committee. Uh, but who, what board committees are overseeing the other risk, compliance risk, operational risk, strategic risk, and reputational risk? Is it the full board 
of directors that has that responsibility, or is it a, a you know individual committee that's been set up uh, to oversee the, those risks? So making sure each of the major risk categories are overseen either at the full board level or through uh, a various subcommittee. Uh, the next question I would ask is, um, has a risk appetite statement been developed? And a risk appetite statement uh, is a statement uh, typically developed, approved by the board, and many times developed by management, that provides guardrails for the bank in terms of risk. So, for instance, it may say that, uh, you know, that the, the bank, the board, uh, is not comfortable with internal growth rates that exceed 20% per year. So that's a guardrail as strategic planning uh, is underway in many banks. So uh, it, if the risk appetite uh, statement has been developed, uh, it should have quantitative metrics on it. For instance, uh, the minimum capital levels that the board is comfortable with. The board is comfortable with a minimum of 13% total risk-based capital, for instance. So after finding out whether there is a risk appetite statement, if you do have a statement for your bank, uh, the next, next question is, how does the bank management team or the chief risk officer monitor compliance with that risk appetite statement? And well-developed risk appetite statements in a mid-sized bank might have 20 or 30 key metrics that need to be monitored on a monthly or quarterly basis. Who does the monitoring? How is the reporting developed? The next question you might ask is, does uh, the bank report the top risk of the organization? Those top 10 risks, for instance, that could impact earnings or capital uh, should be identified and reported on periodically. So if you're not seeing that list, that top 10 risk or the top 20 list of risk, uh, you should ask for that top 10 risk. And it's very important uh, that you as a director understand those key risks of the organization, those most important risks, to ensure that there's proper management and mitigation of those risks and proper oversight from the board, oversight from the management team. Uh, in order to ensure that uh, those top 10 risks, which, again, have the Im biggest impact on earnings and capital, are, are well managed and in control. The, the next question would be, are, risk, uh, are key risks identified in the strategic plan? And in most strategic plan, there's a handful or more strategic imperatives or strategic goals uh, one of the best practices in risk management is identifying what could go wrong with each one of those imperatives or what are the key risks of those imperatives. So the question would be, does management understand or have they, do they monitor key risk related to each one of those imperatives and report those in terms of uh, on a quarterly basis or a routine basis along with the progress of those imperatives. And then lastly, um, is your chief uh, risk officer independent of line management? 
So if you have a chief risk officer or a risk manager, uh, that individual shouldn't report to a function uh, like operations or finance where the role of the second line is to oversee risk in the various business units and functional areas. So typically we like to see the chief risk officer report to the CEO or maybe chief legal counsel in a smaller organization uh, and uh, is that person independent of the, the first line of, of defense. Uh, hopefully these questions will allow you to better understand your risk program and we thank you for all your time today. Michael, uh, excellent presentation. I'm sure we're going to have questions and we may have follow-up as well and invite you back. We'd love to have you back. So uh, thank you again for joining us today. Okay. Thank you very much, David.